Facebook cites big growth for watch and Fortnite goes social. It's Monday, June 17th, 2019. All of that's coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 367 of Brave Ad World. New consumers, new media, new strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 367 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories are might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wigert and have a couple of things I want to talk about this week. First, leading off with Facebook Watch. So Facebook gave an update on watch performance this week. It's reporting the feature has 140 million daily active users and 720 million monthly active users. So that's up from 75 million daily and 400 million monthly reported at the end of 2018. Viewers included anyone who spends one minute or more watching videos. So so just I'm going to say that one more time. Viewers include anyone who spends one minute or more watching videos. So while it wants the numbers to look pretty hefty compared to TV, it's worth noting that, that their threshold or the threshold that they're being used for being counted as a user, it's not exactly the same. It's certainly not apples to apples when it comes to comparing those user numbers with TV viewer numbers. But the announcement on viewers, it wasn't just for advertisers. It's also courting content creators too. By announcing the number of creators making $1,000 a month on watch is up eight times over last year. So they're trying to say, hey, we have the users, you have the audience, and people are making money by producing content for watch. The announcement, it comes at a time in which criticism around YouTube, it's growing with with its algorithm surfacing malicious content and concerns around its politicized atmosphere being put really under a spotlight thanks to some recent demonetization decisions around the content that's just on the platform. Facebook's been plagued by the same questions, same issues, but right now, with the negative attention more focused on YouTube, Facebook has an opportunity to show that it too has a platform for long-form, lean-back video content, and it has the users demanding it. All right, let's jump to our next story and talk about Fortnite because Fortnite is becoming a social destination as much as it is a gaming one. This comes from a new report from the National Research Group, NRG for short, that they announced they found that Fortnite takes up about 25% of free time of teens who play the game once a week, which is a lot of time when you consider the fact that the game has more than 250 million active players. The draw for users, it's not just the competition though. This is what they're saying. They're saying it's the immersive community, the sense of connection that the game gives these teens, these users. They go to it for community. They go to it to connect with other people. They go there to feel like they're not alone, which sounds a lot or kind of like a social network. Uh, speaking of Fortnite and social networks, Epic Games, the maker of Fortnite, acquired the video chat app House Party that lets users hang out with their friends on video chat. The acquisition it just points to a much larger ambition for Epic Games, which started out in gaming, but has clearly struck a chord when it comes to social interaction. Not saying Epic Games is going to become a social company, but 
maybe social companies are going to look less like social companies and more like gaming companies. All right, that is it for the week's main story. So now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that I didn't discuss earlier. So Salesforce, uh, they're looking to up their analytics game with the acquisition of Tableau in an all-stock deal valued at $15.3 billion. Tableau will remain a separate entity, but it will be used by Salesforce customers to visualize their data and make smarter decisions based on that data. Snapchat is adding a shop button to the profiles of five influencers. The feature, powered by Shopify, will allow these influencers to sell goods through their Snapchat profiles, and at this time, they'll be able to keep all the revenue from those sales. Snapchat's move appears to be a reaction to Instagram rolling out similar commerce features to 50 content creators and five publishers back in April. That puts Snapchat's move in the midst of a larger uptick in social shopping capabilities. Facebook has plans to unveil a follow-up to its portal smart speaker, so this new version will come in different form factors. Now, Facebook has not revealed sales numbers on the original portal, but price reductions on the hardware signal that maybe they haven't been so great. So it's interesting to see Facebook giving portal another try. Perhaps they're hoping their new emphasis on privacy will make users trust them a little bit more and make having a smart speaker from Facebook more palatable. Speaking of Facebook, they've launched a new app called Study, which will be available for download by users. Once users opt in, Study will collect data on the apps users download, what features they use, and how much time they spend with those apps. Users will be paid for using Study, and their data will be used by companies looking to gather market research. As part of an investigation into Facebook's Cambridge Analytica scandal, emails have surfaced connecting Mark Zuckerberg more closely to the matter. In some way, at least. It has not been reported just what the emails are or if they'll ever come to light, but we do know that FTC has requested them. And lastly, Facebook's agreed to a deal with a group of advertisers who claimed video reporting errors on Facebook's end led them, led them to place ad buys based on bad information. The groups have agreed to a class-wide settlement, but terms were not disclosed. All right, that's it for episode 367 of Brave Ad World. Before I let you go, let me know what you think. Send questions, send comments. Uh, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like. All of that can be sent to braveadworld at gmail.com. And if you are so moved, feel free to rate and review this podcast on iTunes or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at twigert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. You can also find my personal thoughts and insight on marketing at braveadworld.com. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.